I am Grandpa, and I love you. I'm Grandma, and I love you too. Welcome to our podcast, Grandpa and Grandma Bedtime Stories. We share some stories that will make you laugh. We share stories that might make you cry. And we share stories that will give you courage to choose the right. And these bedtime stories will help you to dream sweet dreams. So get on your pajamas and say your prayers. Turn out the light and hear our story tonight. Good evening. Are you ready for another treat? No, I'm not going to give you ice cream. This is a different kind of treat. In tonight's bedtime story, we have a marvelous treat because Aunt Abigail Ladine Hill Boone will, among other things, introduce us to what a pigsty is. She will also share other delightful memories of the Jeff and Juanita Hill family in the 1990s. At that time, we lived near the hospital on 1085 North, 400 East, in Logan, Utah, in a very eclectic home. You already know what the word eclectic means, right? Eclectic means deriving ideas, style, or taste from a broad and diverse range of sources. And this home was very eclectic. It was very unusual, to say the least. But you remember that it is wonderful to be different in good ways. I will tell you about this eclectic home in a future bedtime story, including how it met its untimely end. Crazy. Do you know why Aunt Abigail Ladine Hill Boone was named Abigail Ladine? I will tell you why. In the winter of 1984, we lived at 338 East, 400 North in Provo, Utah. Juanita was pregnant, and we wondered what to name our baby that would be coming in October. We had a book named Name Your Baby, and we opened it up and started looking at it together. It had thousands of names in alphabetical order. The very first name in the book was Abigail. I read Abigail, and Juanita said, I like that name. And I liked it, too. We then moved from Provo, Utah to Atlanta, Georgia, and we fell in love with the southern part of the United States. Juanita also liked the name Savannah because we liked a city in Georgia called Savannah and because we liked a movie called Savannah Smiles. We couldn't decide between Abigail and Savannah. When Abby was born, we looked at her, and both of us agreed. She looks like an Abby, not like a Savannah. So we named her Abigail. We named her Ladine because we both loved how kind your great-grandmother Ladine Jones Hill was. We wanted Abby to be kind, too. And Abigail Ladine Hill Boone has been a very kind person. Okay, seriously, on with Aunt Abby's stories about when our kitchen was a pigsty and other memories. Do you know what a pigsty is? A pigsty is a place where pigs eat and are raised. It is usually very messy. In tonight's bedtime story, Aunt Abby will tell of a hilarious pigsty dinner when Grandma Juanita Ray Hill showed her sense of humor. 
she will also tell several other interesting stories that will totally delight you. So without further ado, we will hear from Aunt Abigail Ladine Hill Boom. Is furniture important? Well, not really, especially in the home I grew up in. We like to spend money on adventures and music lessons and books and stuff more than fancy furniture. But there was one piece of furniture that was very important, more important than all the rest. Can you guess what it was? The kitchen table. Mom salivated over beautiful, large kitchen tables. She really wanted just the right table for our family. When I was six years old, our family moved from Arizona to Utah. Mom decided it was time to make her dream a reality. But it took some time. When we moved, we left our old table behind and planned to get a new table once we arrived in Utah. Well, that didn't really happen for a while, and we had a large family and we needed to eat. We didn't have a table, but we did have a ping pong table. It barely fit in the kitchen area, but it did fit, and I remember eating around that large ping pong table for like a year or two before mom finally found just the right table. One day, I remember coming home from school and finding a note on the kitchen table. You are invited to a pigsty dinner at 5 o'clock. Come, ready to get dirty. On the table, things looked a bit fishy. There was no silverware or cups. There was just a big bulky pile of something in the middle of the table with a towel over it. My siblings and I couldn't wait to see what this note meant. We counted down the minutes until the pigsty opened up. Finally, it was five o'clock. We sat anxiously at the table while my mom removed the towel. There in the middle was a giant mound of spaghetti noodles. Just sitting there. Where were the plates? There were no plates. How are we supposed to eat without plates? There were some very interesting kitchen utensils. A tiny measuring spoon, a turkey baster, a large ladle meant to scoop out liquidy stuff, not noodles, and some lettuce pinchers. Mom announced that today we were pigs, and to succeed at dinner, we needed to be as messy and as loud and as impolite as possible. The more burps, the better. The more sauce on our faces, the better. We sat there flabbergasted. Was this our mom? What had happened to her? Was she serious? Well, she showed us. She was the first to dig in with a snort and a laugh. Pretty soon, we were all laughing, and as we devoured our noodles in a beautiful, messy manner, we made a memory around our kitchen table. Breakfast was our most simple meal of the day, but maybe my favorite meal. I cherished our early mornings together. Dad was always cheerful and energetic in the morning, excited to wake us up and have our early morning devotional. Mom was not a morning person. But she still wanted us to eat something nutritious, so nearly every morning of my young life, I remember coming into the kitchen to find a large pot of boiling water. I would climb on the counter and sit there waiting for one of my favorite morning rituals, making mush with mom. There were three colors of mush, white mush, brown mush, 
and yellow mush. We would cycle through those day after day. White was cream of wheat, brown was oatmeal, yellow was what we call porridge, and was made out of beautiful yellow cornmeal. The white and yellow were my favorite because she used a whisk to mix it. I would sit there on the counter and watch her slowly pour in the cornmeal or cream of wheat while she vigorously moved her hand back and forth, back and forth to ensure there were no lumps. I still remember that sound of the whisk. It was a comforting sound to me, and it was so peaceful. Because my mom was not a morning person, she usually didn't have anything to say. It was so quiet, and I loved just watching her whisk. Gradually, the mush would thicken, and I loved this part. It looked like a yellow or white volcano as the air struggled to fight through the thick mush to the top. After it was ready, mom would let me pour in the salt and the brown sugar or the honey, but usually she let me choose brown sugar because I liked it more. Next, she would plop the mush into the bowls, and the biggest bowl was always for Jeffrey. He loved giant bowls of porridge. He would pour so much milk into that porridge, it would get all liquidy, and he didn't even use a spoon. He would just drink it right down. Most of my memories at the kitchen table were fun and happy, but one of my mealtime memories was not fun, and it was not happy. In fact, it was, up to that point of my 10-year-old life, the absolutely worst moment of my life. It was a Sunday afternoon. We had fasted that day, and we were all very hungry. Mom had made our favorite meal, homemade lasagna. It smelled so good. Mom took it out of the oven in this giant, large glass casserole dish and put it on the countertop. We had to wait a while because my dad was still at the church having some meetings. We sat there salivating, just looking at that lasagna. Oh, it looked so good. The phone rang. I was so excited. It must be my dad calling to say he was coming home. I ran to the phone and picked it up. This phone was not like the phones we're used to. It was not a cell phone. It was a big, fat, banana-shaped phone, and it had a long, windy cord that attached from the phone to the wall. It kind of looked like a mini slinky. After I said hello to the person on the phone, they asked to speak to my mom. So I walked over to my mom with that long, slinky cord following me. Mom was on the other side of the countertop. So as I walked around the counter, that long, slinky cord wrapped around that piping hot lasagna. With my siblings watching, the cord pulled that beautiful hot lasagna off the counter and onto our carpeted kitchen floor. Crash! Lasagna went flying everywhere. Glass went flying everywhere. And then silence. I looked around at my stunned, hungry family. No one said a word. I ran as fast as I could and climbed underneath my parents' bed. I laid there for a long time, just wanting to be smothered into non-existence. I felt so bad for ruining our family meal. After what seemed an eternity, a door quietly opened. I felt Mom's warm hand stroke my back. She didn't speak for a while, just rubbed my back. And eventually she said, Abby, I love you. 
I love you more than that lasagna on the kitchen floor. It was an accident, and everything will be just fine. That moment of love has reminded me over and over again that no matter how bad I mess up, that she will always love me. It took a lot of courage to come back to the kitchen table. My siblings may not have been quite so warm and fuzzy to me, but they still loved me, and we found something to eat. Well, the next time you get the awesome opportunity to clean off the kitchen table or set the table or wash the table, just remember that you are making a clearing for some of the most special family memories of your life. Sweet dreams, and I hope you dream of the soothing sound of bubbling volcano mush and not of splattering lasagna. Good night. Thank you to Aunt Abigail Ladine Hill Boone for these wonderful stories tonight. I think they have given you great insight into the Hill family in the 1990s in Logan, Utah. I hope that when you have a family, you can be as creative and kind and loving as your grandma, Juanita Ray Hill. Perhaps you will even have a crazy spaghetti dinner for your family, and your kitchen table can become a pigsty. And I want to say it's okay for your house to look like a pigsty on occasion, as long as your family is close and happy. All right. We'll sleep tight and don't let the pigsty bite. I love you. We hope you enjoyed tonight's bedtime story. We hope you felt our love for you. And we hope you will have sweet dreams tonight. We love you so much.